Welcome to the RAF Mildenhall Protestant Parish Podcast. As you prepare your heart to receive today's word, we pray that you are encouraged, inspired, and uplifted. I hope y'all praying for Chaplain Bailey. <laughs> I love him so much, but he needs much prayer as we all do. Amen. Amen. Aiden, give me a little bit more on the mic, please. Well, who's excited to be in the house of the Lord today? Yeah. So I believe that this word that the Lord has imparted in my heart, my prayer is that it penetrates your heart as it did mine as I was in study uh, concerning uh, the fruits of the spirit and more specifically uh, this subject on love. Uh, so indulge me. Let's pray. And then we're going to get right into the word of the Lord. Father, eternal God, we thank you. We are here to hear not from man. We are here to hear directly from you. Use my vocal cords, my mind, my heart, my spirit. Father, simply use all of me in this moment that you will speak directly to every individual that is in this place. Speak prophetically, speak profoundly, speak in wisdom, Father, in a way that they know that it is you speaking directly to their hearts. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you most of all the praise, and we will not hold back in our worship. In Jesus' name, let God's people say amen. Amen. Uh, we're going to be coming from Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 and 14. Then we're going to go, we're going to jump down to 5, 22, 23. And then we're going to skip on backwards over to John chapter 15, verse 5, verses 5, 8, and 9. And I'll be reading in the New Living Translation just because it keeps it all the way, as the kids say, 100. Let us read the word of the Lord. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. 22, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. John chapter five, 15, verse 5. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches, and those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. Far for apart from me, you can do nothing. Verse 8 and 9, when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great joy to my father. I have loved you even as the father has loved me. Remain in 
my love. For a moment, I want to speak to the thought connected, comma, to love. Connected, there's a comma there, to love. Paul's overarching point in this letter to the Galatians is simply this. The gospel that saves us is also the gospel that sanctifies us. In chapter 3, verse 3 Galatians of Galatians, Paul poses this question. How foolish can you be after starting your Christian lives in the spirit Why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human efforts? In other words, why would you go back to that yoke of bondage? As 5 and 1 puts it, Christ has set you free from the work of the flesh. Paul further admonishes, make sure you stay free and don't go back to doing life the way you used to. Jesus came so that we may have life and have it more abundantly, but he also came to have that life abundantly. He also came to set us free. Free from what? Free from the struggles of the flesh. Free from doing things, watch this, out of our own strength, out of our own will, out of our own mind, out of our own emotions. He says you can leave that yoke of bondage of making it all about you and that's it. He says, I freed you from that. Why go back to who you used to be when you have started this walk with me in the spirit? He says, I freed you. So so why? Why? Why did he free us? Watch this. 513 says, for you have been called. Everybody say called to live in freedom, my sisters and brothers. Huh. This word called is the Greek word kaleo. Kaleo means to summon, watch this, or to invite. He's saying, when I called you, I summoned you, but it was more of an invitation. He says, when somebody gives you an invitation, you have the choice, watch this, to accept it or reject it. But since you made the choice to accept it, watch what he continues to say. Since you've accepted it, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. You were not forced to make this choice. You were given a choice. You were summoned. You were called. You were invited. But he says, don't give in to your sinful nature. Well, you're saying, well, Elder Ray, what is the sinful nature? I'm glad you asked. Just keep reading with me. And you'll find in Galatians 5, 19 and 20, he gives us the definition of what he means when he says sinful nature. He says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, here it is, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, Lustful pleasures, idolatry, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties. It's my party, Anna. And other sins like these. He says, these are the fruit of the sinful nature. 
But I love that he doesn't leave us there. He takes it a little bit further. He says, I want you to learn, he even says in Romans, how to walk according to the spirit. Because when you walk into the, walk according to the spirit, there's life and there's peace. But when you walk according to your sinful nature, there is only death and destruction at the end of that walk. He says, you have, uh, in Deuteronomy 30, he says, I've laid before you, watch this, life and death. He gives you the answer to the test and says, choose life. But, we, but Paul says, why would you start choosing life and then turn around and choose death, the work of the flesh? But I love how he gives us the definition of the fruit of the spirit. Galatians 5, 23, he says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against these things. There is no law. Paul says in verse 13, instead of using your freedom to serve one another, instead of using your freedom to, to serve yourself, use your freedom to serve one another in love. But we have to define what he means when he says love. Why do we, why do we, why does he say, watch this, why does he say, or let me put it this way, let me say it a different way. Notice that he does not mention the other eight fruit of the spirit when he says walk in love. He doesn't mention them. He just says walk in love. The reason why he says this is because the other eight fruit of the spirit are expressions of love. It's the way by which love expresses itself. He says, that's why you got to understand the power of love. Because when you walk in love, you're automatically by default doing the other eight. Let's go a little bit further. This word love in the Greek is agape. It means a divine love, unconditional. What God, a love that God prefers. The question is then, how, we found out the why, but the question is now, how do we love as God prefers? I'm glad you asked. Here we go, John 15 and 5. Watch this. Buckle up, because we're about to go on a roller coaster ride. But I will go slow, then fast and slow again. He says, yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will, and I in them will produce a little bit of fruit. We'll, we'll produce kind of sort of some fruit. Mm -mm. He says, when you're in me and I'm in you, you're going to pr produce much fruit, overflowing, ever going, never ending, and you'll never be empty. You'll never be empty. I know there's times in our lives where we feel empty. We feel like we have nothing left. My question to you is, maybe, well, my statement to you is, maybe it's because you're not connected to the vine. He says, yes, I'm the vine, you are the branches, and those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit from apart from me. You can do nothing. I can stay there all day because the problem we often have is the reason, the problem we often have in our lives when we find ourselves failing or falling or falling short is because we are trying to do things apart from him. Man was not designed to ever be disconnected from God. Ask Adam. Have a conversation with Adam. Adam, come here. Let me talk to you for a minute. What was your life like when you ran from God? Think about it. There's nowhere else in Scripture where he has to say to Adam, Adam, where are you? Until Adam left. 
We were born, our lives were, we were built and made and designed to only live in the presence of God 24-8. You are never supposed to be disconnected from God. So those moments when you have an off moment or off thought, it's off because you disconnected. Somebody say get connected. You got to get connected. Verse 8, 9, he says, by this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples as the father has loved me and I so uh, and so have I loved you. Abide in my love. This word abide means to remain, to stay. Here's a word we all need to hear right through here with all the crazy that's going on in the world. It also means and to rest. It means to get your lazy boy, recline it, lay back hard and just rest. He says, rest in my love. Now, he does not say rest in your love. He did not say rest in the love of your spouse, your friend, your sibling, or your parents. He says, because that love is not as strong, it's not strong enough to carry you. The only love that's strong enough to carry you is my love. And he says, when you find that, rest in it. Rest in it. Hmm. I, I want to give you this example. Picture, picture a computer, uh, a superpower computer, a computer that can do, oh man, a multiplicity of things that can go beyond your actual need for your job, for your career, for, for your business that you have. This computer can do it all. You don't need to, you, it doesn't need to be upgraded. It doesn't need to be, uh, nothing needs to be added to it or take away from it. This is the best computer money can ever buy. And it was given to you for free. When you walk up to this computer and you turn the computer on and the computer does not come on for my techies in the house, what is the first thing you're going to check? You're going to check to see if it's plugged in. To what? To the source. You're going to look to see if the computer is plugged into the power source because if it's not plugged into the source, it can't turn on. What I'm trying to tell you is if you're not plugged into the source, you can't function properly. Properly. If you're not plugged into the vine, there's no way you're going to operate as powerful, as powerful, as great as you are. There is no way you're going to operate the way God designed you to operate because you're simply unplugged. And when you plug the computer in the wall, notice the electrical current that goes from the wall flows through the wire to the computer and causes it to function is the way it was intended to function. What I'm saying to you is when we plug into Christ, when we plug into the vine, his love flows to us, then through us to our neighbor. That's the fruit that we're designed to walk in. The hate that you're walking in, the bitterness that you're walking in, the, the jealousy that you're walking in, the, the, the worry, the concern, the stress that you're walking in, you have to check where you've been plugging into. And if you plug into yourself, eventually it's going to blow out and short circuit. He says, you got to be plugged into me because I am the true vine. I am your power source. And watch this. I'm not like a computer where they can cut the power off on the switch on the wall. I don't cut off. And watch this. You can't, ah, thank you, Holy Ghost. You can't cut me off, but you can disconnect. 
if you disconnect, it's not my fault that you, don't know, you no longer have peace. It's not my fault that you no longer have joy. If you disconnect, it's not my fault that you no longer have the thing you've been begging me for. He says, just stay connected so that you can know how to love the fruit that I want you to bear. There's much fruit that you should be bearing, but when you disconnect, when you choose, we talked about that earlier, to disconnect, you miss out on the greatest parts of why you were created. Hmm. Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 6, 17. He says, watch this. He that is joined to the Lord, oh, I love this, is one spirit with him. I want you to catch this. He also said, I read it to you before, I and my father are, mm -hmm, he that is joined to the Lord is spirit with him. There is no separation or disconnect when you're one with him. Watch this. And when you become tied into the vine, I, when I look at you, I can't tell the difference between you and God because you're. The goal is to get in your oneness. Because it's there where you get his mind, where you accept his will, and you inhabit his emotion. It is there where you can walk on water. It is there where miracles happen. It is there when you see breakthrough after 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 breakthrough because you are he that is joined, he that is connected, he that has made a choice that is freely decided that I'm going to submit my will to yours because mine is no good. My righteousness is as filthy rags. And if I've learned, what I've learned from one thing in this walk with Christ is that the moment I connect to him, everything seems to line up. And even when it looks crazy, for some reason, I have the kind of peace that surpasses all understanding that guards my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus. Why? Because we're, because we won. Hmm. And because we won, and I am one with him, it is his divine preferred love flowing to me and through me. You were not designed, watch this, to love your neighbor in your own strength. You can't do it because that love is fickle. The moment they make you upset, the moment they break your heart, I don't love you anymore. Well, how about if, if God was the same way? The moment you broke his heart, I don't love you anymore. Forget about some, my son dying for you. Mm-mm. His love is not fickle. His love is not sometimey. His love is unconditional. His love bears all things. Uh-huh. His love is patient beyond even the definition of patience. His love is unfailing. Watch this. I'm saying that for a reason. He says, when you are connected to me, you can now love. Who this is so good. You can now love everyone else, not with your love. When you don't have the strength to do it, hey, take my love and then use that to love them. Hmm. 
Because when you understand how much he loves you, you are too overwhelmed with his love to even want to hold it to yourself. When you fall in love with Jesus, I'm telling you, you don't have a, you don't even have the strength to hold it to yourself. You gotta give it, you gotta give it to someone else. You gotta give it to your neighbor. You gotta continue to extend grace. You gotta ex- continue to, to extend joy. You gotta c- continue to extend forgiveness. Why? Because it's not you. You understand that has as much as he forgave you, as much as he he loved on you, you have to love the next person. Why? Because it's not coming from you, it's coming through you. Because I'm connected and because we're, because we're one. The one thing I like about, I love about this is talk about the fruit of the spirit, this, this fruit called love. With all the, all the other eight expressions is that you never go empty. Has anybody ever experienced burnout? You just emotionally spent Mentally spent, physically spent, you just spent. You, you broke on every level. But he says, if you're connected, it's the love that keeps on giving. It's the love that keeps on giving. It never stops. It just keeps coming and coming. It's like the ever river, ever river, uh, the ever energizing bunny. I was about to say ever ready. It's not ever ready. It's the energizing bunny. He just keeps going and going, but the bunny gonna die eventually. That battery can't last forever. Yeah, he is. Shoot the bunny. Leave the bunny alone. But what I'm telling you is, it's not gonna run out. It's not gonna run out. If you're feeling empty right now, it is because you're not connected. Get connected and become one and live in him that way you don't find yourself empty. That way, you don't find yourself in depression. That way, you don't find yourself upset and frustrated and unforgiving and unloving because it's not coming from you. Your dependency is not upon you. He says, get free in Galatians. Christ has already set you completely free. Why go back to the thing you got saved from? And the reason why you got saved, he says, get free. get in my closing that's my cue for the musicians to get up there I ain't closing just yet but I'm about to in a minute so so this is this is how the Lord showed me and I'm gonna try to explain it because when you really when you really start understanding the love of God your vocabulary no matter what language you speak is not big enough to fully describe it And what the Lord shared with me in my prayer time, he said, you know, my son was my first fruit to you. In other words, I gave you all that I had. In other words, I didn't just give you all that I have had. I gave you all that I am. We just left the I am series. He says, I've given you everything. Why did he do that? Why would you give to the mothers in the house and fathers in the house? Just lift your hand for a second. If that was you and you were told, give your son, and this is what's going to happen to him, would you have done it? Nope. Uh Uh-uh. Refund. But he says, I love you that much that I gave my only begotten son. And when I begin to think about it, the cross represents 
more than his sacrifice. It represents the place where God meets us at the intersection of our lives, the crossroads, if you will, the place where everything changed, the place where we first met him and our eyes locked. And for us, it was love at first sight, but for him, it was love at first thought. Because the moment he thought about you, he was completely and phenomenally in love with you. Just the thought of you, he was in love with. Do you know that your parents was not the first people to tell you that they love you? Your spouse or your kids or your best friend, they was not the first people to tell you that they love you. It was the mind, when you were in the mind of God, he was saying, I love you. I am in awe of you. And I choose you Knowing every mistake you're going to make, knowing how you're going to fail and fall, I still choose you to become one with me. I'm connecting you to me so that you can love. When, when days are hard and, and, you, and you know days are coming that are hard and you know you need to love, don't look to do it in your own strength. Pull on him. Lord, love them through me. You see, the cross is the genesis of our connection. It is the place where he added when the world was subtracting. And when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, I cannot help but to love you regardless of how you treat me because I did wrong too. I hurt someone too. I failed at life too. So who am I to judge you when I have the same stuff that you do? My job is to love you through it. Galatians 6 says to bear one another's burdens. You can't bear it if you don't have love. You can't walk in love truly if you're not deeply connected to him. Because there's something he wants to do to you and through you. But you've got to be connected to love. I want you to take a moment and I want you to consider where you are right now and what you're connecting to. Are you more connected to your job than you are to him? Are you more connected to your friendships and even your marriage than you are to him? What are you connected to that is in competition with your connection to God? And the true telling story of what you're connected to is how you're responding to life. Is it with a smile or is it with regret? Is it with anger anger or envy? This one fruit of the spirit will automatically help you walk in by default all the other eight fruits of the spirit. But if you don't get this one, your joy will have no bottom. If you don't get this one, your peace and your patience will run out quickly. If you don't get this one, you will go out of control. Your self-control will not have an anchor. All you need is love. 
I'll close with this. When I was in college, listening to the radio station, around 10 o'clock at night, they used to have mellow moods. And DJ always had a deep voice. And he would say this, and I've carried this with me my whole life. He would say, love is the answer. Who cares what the question is? Yeah. I say this to you in closing. Love is the answer. Who cares what you feel about it? Who cares who attacks you? Who cares what happened to you? Love is what's going to heal you. He was broken for our brokenness. He was wounded for our wounds. He was obedient for our disobedience, all because of love. And he did that just so that we can remain and stay and rest in him. Get connected to love. Praise him. We pray that you were blessed by today's word. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and share. Thank you for stopping by our station. And until next time, may the peace of God be with you.